0: Welcome to the Knights of Byzantia, also known as If the Apocalypse Comes Beat Me. This is a weekly-ish podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where we take a look at each episode according to its original air date 20 years ago. This week's episode is Season 3, Episode 11, Gingerbread. We're going to be talking about plot. We're going to be talking about characters. We'll also be talking about satanic panic. So, spoilers bound for this episode, every episode before it, after it, uh, even the book, comic books, movies, whatever. Ready your Nazi jokes, gather up all the town weirdos, and it's time for a book-burning jamboree. Welcome back, everybody. Did you have a wonderful winter break? Nice little holiday. New year. It's 1999, you guys. Right? Yeah. And there's been a lot of weird stuff that's happened. you're not weird. There's been a lot of coincidental things that have happened lately that made me think we got, we've gone back in time. We were at Walmart the other day because we're classy. And uh, beeves and Butthead shirts were on sale. And uh, just like things... Just the 90s is happening again, but I feel like it's also been happening for years. Anyway, my name's Kelly, and I'm here to talk about Buffy with my wonderful co-host, Stacia say hello. Hello. Daniel, say hello. Hello. And uh, we're, we're here to talk about some gingerbread, which Delicious. is a, an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, in case you didn't know. The 11th one of the third season that originally aired January 12th, 1999. Written by, I'm going to go for Tanya St. John, and Jane Espenson, Tanya This is her only one, but she did also write for Twenty One Jump Street, Lois and Clark, which was the '90s Superman show with uh, Dean Cain, Roswell Huff, and Eureka, which a lot of people like. I've never seen it. It's good. What is it about?
1: It's like a town where the government does experiments and people have Hmm. powers and weird things happen.
0: That's fun. Did it only have a couple seasons?
1: I think I had one. Oh, maybe there was two.
0: I wonder if it's like another one of those like culty things where, Mm -hmm. yeah, Uh, and also Drop Dead Diva, which I've never watched. But I haven't watched any of those. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Janice was This is her second episode of the whole series. Although she'll end up writing a whole bunch that we have uh, we all love very much. The last one was "Band Candy, her first one. And this was directed by James Whitmore Jr. This is the fourth of five total he'll do for this series. Uh, the one before this is Beauty and the Beasts. And the last one will be the Zeppo. Daniel's mm. favorite. Gross. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Dan Weber, I think that's the only episode he does, too. Yeah. So it's a weird, like... One off pairing for. The- well, Weber
2: did uh, Band Candy. Okay. Or maybe they did them
0: together. Yeah, yeah. But-, so there's, but there's only two that Dan Weber does. Yeah. So only like, there's only one or two. Okay. What happened in this episode?
1: Does anybody know?
2: We all watched it, so we do know.
1: In one Joyce heck, tried to burn her daughter at the stake. That is true.
2: We're going to talk about Joyce a lot.
0: In, we are. In one of my favorite Gas Leak episodes. The uh, best. The best
2: <laughs> Gas Lake episode.
0: Joyce decides that she's going to join. Buffy on patrol, inexplicably, uh, and discovers two dead bodies, two children-sized dead bodies that sends her into a fucking tizzy, a murderous kind. She decides to start an organization called MOU, Uh Mothers Opposed to the Occult, and I'm like, why not mouth Let's just go for it, right? Mothers mm. Against the Occult, let's just do it, but that's fine.
3: A nice acronym,
0: Mom. So she finds forms the organization to find out what happened to these children, convinced that it was done by some kind of cult members or some witchcraft because of the vague little symbol in uh, one of the dead kid's hands. So like any good, uh, crazy cult leader, which Joyce quickly becomes, she incenses all the townspeople to go after the town weirdos, a.k.a. people that aren't, I don't know. Squares. Yeah,
3: regular heterosexual white Chad and Stacy's, if you will. This isn't our town anymore. It belongs to the monsters and, and the witches and the slayers. Anyone else Chad and gets to go to the uh, the stake
0: burning party. So Willow, Amy, and Buffy get tied to the stake uh, with a bunch of confiscated books strewn about the posts and set them on fire. I'm assuming this takes place in City Hall. I think it does.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah they were in City Hall. Yeah.
0: Um, but luckily, not. Oz and Xander, but Giles and Cordelia with the fire hose saves oh, yeah. the day. Oh, uh, it turns out the kids were a giant weird demon because, of course, it was. And Buffy accidentally kills it. And it's great. Also, Amy turns into a rat. So, couple of first. That was one of them. Amy turns into a rat. First time we see her, Amy.
2: First time we see Amy since Witch, right? Or, or maybe um, we saw her briefly.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I think, think we see like four? one other. One other. No, episode. she's in um, *Bother Beers Bewildered, because she's one of oh, the Oh right, right, for right,
2: right, right, right.
0: But I think she.
2: So we know her enough but it's like it's still a silly when they're just like hey amy hey oh, how's yeah. it it's going completely uncalled like,
0: for. What? acting as if she has lunch with them every day that was yeah. bizarre nice new hair <laughs> what hey amy i like your new hair the only other first really is the first and only appearance of Sheila Rosenberg aka Willow's mom
1: RIP RIP what a piece of work what yeah, a piece the of only
0: work. mom that might be worse <laughs> than Joyce but even then <laughs> i don't know is it better that she's just never around i mean Joyce is I'd really argue yeah. willow would say yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> Also in the end, Joyce was under a spell, but what about the rest of them? So I think she's Yeah, well that's my biggest question. We it's can talk so, about that, because yeah. I'm curious too. And that's we'll get to that.
0: And uh, also first and only appearance of Michael, our fun little oh, yeah. goth friend. He's gone forever.
2: Yeah, too bad he was gay and his dad beat him up.
0: Yeah, after he got fucking harassed by Jack. Yeah. Uh the scene, fun fact, if you will, the scene of Buffy impaling the demon, uh, was censored by the BBC. I guess Whoa. because it was too graphic, but like it's kind of it's not like it shows it really. It does that's the whole it. gag. It's,
2: yeah, she just bends over and then it dies.
0: Yeah, which is hilarious. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, you do see the stake through its neck.
0: Yeah, so that when must be what they. Out. So maybe that's it. Didn't, didn't show. Didn't do, out, yeah. Which means if they, if they didn't get the joke though, that'd be no, because that's on her face anyway. Uh, the demon's unnamed, known only as like Hans and Greta, mm, which is course. not not what it's called. That's I'm assuming. Rough. That's rough. Hans and Greta Strauss. Oh yeah, they have a last name on. We need to save Buffy from Hansel and Gretel. The revealing spell. In case you're wondering what it was it, that Giles was saying after he threw the potion with the toadstone in it. Never forget. Um. Do you, hey you you took German? You want to read this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, read it. Read. I it. don't. I have the worst pronunciation. Okay.
0: I also probably didn't write it correctly. Here you go. It says revealing
1: spell. <laughs> Word does... up. Hell yeah. Oh, God. I can't <laughs> barely read your handwriting. It won't make it worse. I will put That's it in like, Google I-I Translate. I-I-H-R. All right. Ihr Goiter ruft auch an verbeckt euch nicht hinter falschen Geschichten. Perfect. Your girl, your God's call, do not hide behind false faces. Mm. Wonderful. Stacia, how did you like this episode? I think this was a fun episode. I like it. Joyce is the worst, but I think the reason why it's fun is because you can truly hate Joyce for being her absolute epitome of her best self. Like I think that's what she's doing in this episode and she's so awful, but you're just like the show gives you permission to be mad at her for it. Or in other episodes, I think you're not supposed to feel that way. True.
0: I love this episode because I think it's just, it's so funny and ridiculous and, Buffy killing the demon at the end—it's one of my favorite scenes of the whole show, just because it's such great like physical comedy, which they don't
3: do a ton of. Actually, it's pretty dull, you know. It's bam, boom, stick, poof.
2: I mean, it started with the snacks, man. It started with her coming out there giving snacks to Buffy. Do not disturb the Slayer <laughs> while the Slayer is slaying.
3: No fruit for Buffy.
2: And I, for me, the premise alone—where do you think she gets the spell? When does she become enchanted by? Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel. Does she Does she get it when she uh, is looking at their bodies? Like, uh, There's no noticeable moment where mm-hmm. uh, her eyes flicker or flash or there's any telling. No. And I think that's what builds up where I felt like I kind of forgot this episode. And when Joyce was the worst, I was like, damn, she's the fucking worst. Yeah. And then Hansel and Gretel showed up and it's like, oh, yeah, always Hansel and Gretel. Those tricksters. Hansel and Gretel. But do we know? It was know? published
0: in 1812. Did you know that? By the Brothers of Grimm? I
2: didn't know. No, but, but do you, you know, know when? That was way
0: older than that. Um, no. I th- I'm going to assume, and I guess I really haven't picked an answer before right now, that it was immediate, just because the sheer fact of seeing them, was was I think, was like the, the idea. Like That's what it must have started, because... I don't
2: know. Wait, Otherwise. wait, 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 wait! Seeing them like Joyce seeing them in the seats when she was already in the middle of... Oh no, sorry. Seeing them on the on the, on the yeah the Mary black girl. and white photos. Right, it's right, just right. okay. So you're saying she, she saw them and she fell under the spell. Yeah, or maybe she was in a way susceptible, like a mom needs to be.
0: Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it happened before the scene where it's um, blatantly, they're saying, kill the bad girls or whatever, you know, yeah. um, not the demon part, but when they're like, help us, you yes, gotta you us. I think it was before that. And I can imagine that it's, it's right then, but then we have another situation on our hands, a band candy slash ooze type of thing, where it seems that only certain people are affected. Now, Buffy does see them when she's about like, or I guess it's, is it, Yeah, Buffy, when she gets knocked out and she looks on the stairs and they're like blurry and stuff, so she can see them, but hasn't been manipulated. And I guess if the whole point is to get Buffy and her ilk, then maybe she wouldn't be able to see them. But um Well there is also they're
2: they're also towing that line where like they're not wrong. Like magic is real. These things are actually things. Mm -hmm. So in the end, it's, a, it's not only commenting on how, how normal people, muggles, see magic as not real versus mm-hmm. real. It is actually real, as it turns out. Mm-hmm. It is actually a witch doing it. But you need to decide is witchcraft and like they're actually... You can see that there are, there are gray lines in witchcraft as well. There's good and bad. They're not just all bad the way that Joyce hears the word cult and automatically thinks witch, and that becomes yeah. like the entire show. Yeah. And I was thinking that the whole time, like if, if Buffy just never said that or said something else, like it was clowns or it was, you know, ferrets, like Joyce would have never got on the witch train yeah. and would have never gone down a certain road. But Joyce was that's where I, Joyce has always been susceptible. To that, and I don't, I don't think Joyce going to school like that was somebody who was like, she was ready to fall for for anything. I don't think she was under a spell. I, I guess I just don't know when the spell started. That's my problem. Well, with Joyce the show too.
0: isn't the first one to be swayed under the mom mentality of what we now call
3: today satanic panic. Oh, well, I'm not acting out. I'm a witch. I I can make pencils float, and I can summon the four elements. Okay, two, but four soon. And I'm dating a musician. Oh, Willow. I worship Beelzebub. I do his biddings. Do you see any goats around? No, because I sacrifice them. Willow, please. I'll bow before Satan. I'm not listening to this. Prince of Night, I summon you. Come
1: fill me with your black, naughty evil. That's enough! Alright, so to understand how the Satanic Panic started, we have to go back further in time. In the 80s, because you needed to have like the perfect set of circumstances that people are actually going to believe there were evil serial killers ritually murdering children to summon forth their god, Satan.
2: Very important. (laughs) We have to believe that. (laughs) So we
1: had a few things that happened in the 60s and 70s that kind of like set the stage for this. Satanism was founded in 1966 by Anton LaVey. Yep. We had the Manson killings in the mm-hmm. 60s, which were ritualistic killings, the helter-skelter idea. They, You know, the 70s was rife with serial killers and cults. It's kind of everything, uh, <laughs> right? So we had some really um, highly publicized serial killers that were never found, like the Zodiac killer and the Alphabet killer that both had ritualistic murder... Um, murders and then they also had ted bundy john wayne gacy the hillside stranglers and david berkowitz which is better known as the son of sam Sam, and we had these people that were pretending to be something they weren't like john wayne gacy dressed up as a clown and attended kids parties like this idea of you know the scary murderer could be someone at your child's party is a, a thought that starts permeating people's consciousness in like the 70s we also get the book, The Exorcist, and the movie in the early 70s. So this idea of demonic possession of, you know, witchcraft and these things that are starting Satanism with, you know, actually (laughs) the Church of Satan becoming a recognized religion. Um, And so we get in the 80s, the Reagan right, where we've got um, like this rise of conservatism and an also increased rise in people nuclear families where both the parents were working. So the children were put in daycare. And so we had this fear of people taking care of our children just as clowns that also (laughs) happen to be serial killers um, that we wouldn't know about them, that they might be serial killers in our daycares taking care of our children when we're at work and we don't know about it. Well, don't take your kid to the daycare that has the clowns in it. (laughs) <laughs>
2: but it is so, a daycare though, right it is the daycare that starts it right that's it's, the thing it's the, yeah it's, that's yeah, kind of like the kickoff point yeah.
1: but so we also see in the 80s the AIDS scare we see the uh Tylenol murders in 1982 right, right, yes. which was a scary thing that happened like you wouldn't think buying medicine from um a pharmacy would be something that would kill you but you know every everything Oh, that's dangerous. why we have the
0: tamper-proof seal. Yeah. Also for, yeah, 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 yeah. We also
1: had the trick-or-treat um, oh, yes. issue <laughs> of like razor blades and poison being put in candy. All of that is fake in general, except for um, Ronald Clark O'Brien, who put cyanide, I think it was, in pixie sticks to poison his child, but he also passed them out, so oh. it wouldn't look like he had done it.
2: <laughs> well, and they say copycat killers are the thing. Like, the Tylenol, yeah. there was only, like, two, but then people copied it. Yeah. And so it kind of, like, perpetuated it, just the myth alone. Mm-hmm
1: yeah yeah so we have this um you know thing where people are scared that something that seems innocuous is actually like you know lurking danger in the shadows and you can't see and you don't know everything is scary like you get the idea of stranger danger where Mm -hmm. you start telling kids like don't talk to strangers like don't go to their van don't eat their candy candy is filled with poison (laughs) clowns are serial killers (laughs) like this is a dark time we're living in well, we're, we're
2: reeling with those effects scared yeah. of clowns it's true strangers. <laughs> yeah
1: so this is like the world that we're dropped into in mm-hmm. 1980 and in 1980 we get a book published as a biography called michelle remembers and this is a woman had, who had gone to a doctor called lawrence pazder who um was hypnotized and when she was hypnotized she brought forth all of these supposedly suppressed memories of satanic ritual abuse and torture at the hands of her mother and she detailed everything that happened including sacrifices that she saw abuse that happened to her awful things in this book in 1980 and then purported it as being true which kind of set the stage for everything that was happening. Like, it gave people a lens from which to view things. There were other books written after that, similar ideas of people coming forth and saying, I, too, was abused by Satanists. Mm -hmm. But, so, (laughs) this um, guy who, hypnotizer, sort of became a, like, de facto expert in Satanism, and he started giving lectures. They started teaching cops, hey, you have to look for signs of you know of course. Of course. satanism really within crimes they taught them what um, altars look like what symbols you should look out for what signs of satanism might happen in these crimes and in people and like what you should be looking for
3: just how is um, blood rites and sacrifices appropriate material for a public school library chess club branching
1: out so for a lot of people it's a very scary area you're giving your kids over to strangers that you don't really know, and you're having, (laughs) hearing these stories, these sensationalized stories, like they go on Oprah. Geraldo Rivera did a huge like two-part expose about teenage Satanists. So then in 1980 in Bakersfield, California, we get the first set of um, daycare accusations there's really two big ones but they happened all over the country and eventually ended up even spreading to other countries britain in particular but where um people came forward specifically two girls who were coached by the grandparents to say i was abused by my daycare workers and then um over time more kids would add to the story the stories would become more bizarre and more intense and um, this led to them saying that they were hung from hooks in their family's living room, forced to drink blood, watch ritual baby sacrifices. Some of the stories said they were flushed down toilets. I don't even know. What? They watched animals being strangled to death in front of them. A pony was killed. At the
0: daycare? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: What the fuck? My friend Flicka.
1: Yeah, so and so um, in 1984 to 1986, they investigated this, and 26 people were convicted and went mm-hmm. to jail.
2: What? Some for life. Like the some for life. With some, no
1: evidence? Some are still in jail. Most of their convictions have been overturned, but not all of them. It
2: changed child psychology rules. It like,
1: changed everything.
2: Because the, they, they have tapes of the psychologists saying, where on the stall. Not did they, but where did they touch? Did you oh, touch? Oh, that's her the that here, well, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: So then they had this and other that was case, evidence that they the used. McMartin trial, which was another daycare, the McMartin daycare, where the same thing happened. Um, I think it was a mother in this case who had a history of schizophrenia, who coached her child to say, "I was abused," and then they had mm-hmm. child psychologists who, by the way, were not licensed, completely bunk quack people mm-hmm. who brought in anatomically correct dolls and were basically like, "Show me where they hurt you." Yeah. And the kids were like, I'm fine. I'm not being hurt. Like, these are, like, five and (laughs) six-year-olds. And they're like, no, just, it's okay. You're not going to get in trouble. You just need to tell us. And eventually, they'd just start guessing until they got, like, the right answer. And then people would push for further and, like, more grotesque details. Mm -hmm. Um, But in this case, the McMartin trial, as opposed to in Bakersfield, in the end, they were all found not guilty. And that kind of, like... Signaled like the dying end of this like daycare panic around strangers taking care of your children um, But it was a huge deal <laughs> um, And we had other cases it wasn't just daycare cases possibly one of the most famous cases Of this that came out of the satanic panic was the West Memphis three Oh Yeah, the
0: Paradise Lost. Yeah, Charlotte the Paradise Park.
1: Lost documentary series about the three um Teenagers in West Memphis, Arkansas, in 1993, who were accused of ritually killing two boys that whose bodies were found in the woods, even though they had no evidence, um, aside from the fact that they had black hair, goth, quote unquote, goth mm. lifestyle, Listen Metallica. and Metallica. listened to heavy music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, they were eventually convicted and they served 19 years Stop until um, they had their sentence commuted by making alfred please saying i'm mm-hmm. guilty but let me go anyways which is <laughs> yeah. insane, <It's> just insane. <laughs> um yeah so it the satanic panic was like almost like a unique unique u.s phenomenon but it's something that's contagious like the seeds of what had to happen for this to happen were uniquely american but it was something that spread all over and it's things we've seen in the past before the Salem witch trials was Mm -hmm. another version of that and instead of having someone to pin it on you just have this like vague fear like something's out there Mm -hmm. (laughs) which leads people to believe in something that seems outrageous which is why I think like in this episode of Buffy you see Joyce do this like it's preying on the things that you're already worried about that's why it seems like Joyce is more susceptible because she doesn't She's not necessarily sure what Buffy is doing is the right thing. We've seen this again and again. Like, can't you just quit? Like, do they really need you? Maybe Faith could do it. Have you just tried not being the Slayer? Um, Whereas, like, Buffy isn't susceptible to it because it's not something she's afraid of. Like, she doesn't have those underlying fears of, like, what if this is evil? (laughs) That's
2: a good point. That's probably the point, right? Because the townspeople are not... They're not under a spell, right? Right but they are susceptible just by their own daily lifestyle. I mean, they live in a war zone, basically. They have the war zone <laughs> sure. mentality. But like, even if they didn't, it's just this general fear of everything. And, and you find something really simple to pin it on. Witches, of course it's witches. Ah, never again. Who are these kids? It doesn't matter. It's very much speaking right to mm-hmm. that. And I think the show knows that. And they're obviously pinpointing mm-hmm. not only Salem with the burning of the witches, but also just the panic in general.
3: I mean,
0: we, still, we do this all the time. We get into this little, all this stuff. I think for... The, why it had to be kids is because that's the thing that always brings the most ire. because children are sure, sure. and blah blah right mm-hmm. and it's so much easier to find a scapegoat than just think of I mean obviously that wasn't the case in this but I think more often than not when these kind of panicky mob things happen is because it's easier to blame Satan than to be like no sometimes they're just bad fucking people that do horrible things to each other in the world like
3: I just wonder if we're looking for a thing I mean the use of a symbol on a victim like this suggests a a ritual murder, an occult sacrifice by a group. A group of human beings. Someone with a soul did this.
2: Sacrifices
0: so. Well, luckily in Buffy, we have actual demons to fight, so that's true. it's true. It's a lot easier. Uh, thanks for that overview. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) it, it makes me scared, honestly, because I'm like, one day I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be little Michael and like, (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want that to happen to me because people are going to decide it's like, it's time for the gays to go to the camps. It
1: it was interesting researching it today because I already knew all of this stuff. I was just looking for like specific names and dates, but to see. Articles drawing parallels between what happened in the 80s and what's happening now, like specifically mm-hmm. you're mention, like, mentioning killer clowns in the woods. Like oh, yeah, people are afraid Jesus, of like God. the clowns of North Carolina attacking <laughs> people. Well, what is that? It's so quaint.
0: Was it 2015? Yeah, was yeah, so before just, the election. Just, oh, so, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what a better time. I'd rather killer clowns than fucking Donald Trump. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: Oh, rough. Anyway, um, so Joyce is the star of this episode, in case you didn't know. Joyce is the star, yeah. And I was mean, wondering if you wanted to talk about Well, her. I
2: mean, keeping all of that satanic panic in your head, I think, it's, I think it's really interesting because if we see her through that lens especially, then her sort of freaking out, if we say that she got the spell then, right, mm-hmm. when the kids were in black and white and dead, then she just shows up at school. I kind of wanted to talk about, I, I have five different phases of Joyce. Phase number one is her finding out and wanting to, Bond with Buffy, which, what picking the fuck is that? Picking up garbage from the road. I, come on. Picking up some weird <laughs> fucking truck? Get out of here. Uh, but point number two is when she goes to school. What did you make of that? Joyce just showing up. Sorry. I was honestly shocked and I was angry about her showing up. Yeah, there.
0: she shouldn't be there. There's no place for a parent.
2: Safety first. Why are we letting <laughs> ch- any any old person- Unaccompanied adults
3: into the school.
0: Into the
2: school. Talk about panic. I mean-
3: <laughs> Oh, I, I know you kids think that stuff's cool. Buffy told me you dabble. Right. Absolutely. That's me. I'm a dabbler. But anybody who could do this isn't cool. Uh,
2: I was really mad that she showed up to school. I'm really mad that she didn't talk to Giles herself. Uh, It's really funny to me that they, Joyce is a child. um, And she acts like a child and Buffy is the adult. And Joyce has basically just jumps on this word cult and says it's witches. And the one thing that I find egregious in this especially is that they rewrite the character of Buffy. Buffy I I told you this earlier, but like Buffy telling Joyce intimate details about her friends, about Willow and witchcraft, she would never do that. She would keep it all on the surface. She can't hide being the Slayer, but she would never divulge. They are not close. They do not have a relationship. I don't appreciate the show constantly pretending that they do. Since when does it matter
3: what I want? I wanted a normal, happy daughter. Instead, I got a Slayer if she's really
0: concerned about these kids being murdered why are you going to consult your teenage daughter and her
1: friends because she's the slayer
2: but not Giles she knows Giles though
1: it seems weird that she wouldn't go to the police though right yeah because the police I mean it seemed right like the police came or Mm -hmm. took away the bodies that she would go there for information. Oh, that's another
0: thing I didn't even think of. Awesome. Their, like, what happened to their physical body? Yeah, so yeah. they must be. You're not supposed to
2: think
1: about that. Yeah, yeah I know.
2: <laughs> this episode relies on a lot of you're not supposed to think about that, which is always the, the worst Buffy episodes, <laughs> or when you don't have to think about it. I, I just love that Joyce then, Buffy eventually says, Let's leave the cafeteria right. and yes. says we can't talk about this here because this is school and home is home. Yeah. And then Joyce, instead of acknowledging, oh shit, fucked up. Uh or hey, I should go back to work. Uh she says <laughs> she just says, Oh, you're afraid to be hanging out with your mom? And it's like, what oh, yeah, world I mean, are you currently you in?
0: As, as if she ever was. <laughs>
2: And so I'm just like, what world are we even in right here? I found that really crazy. Go the, back to work. That was hilarious <laughs> because <laughs> never. But the next phase of Joyce we see, I, I labeled it MSWFFO. Make Sunnydale witch-free for once. <laughs> we get a rally? We get a rally? Look,
0: you know what? The only, and I didn't give her a point for this because I didn't, but I think the only good moment is is that speech. Like, Despite its content, I think the delivery was great. And the, and the line... Um, Sunny, or silence is this town's disease I mm-hmm. think is so great also yeah. shout outs to Hush
2: yes it yes. is literally <laughs> it later. no I agree I think that the speech is powerful but it's, it's the same speech that you can listen to Dwight giving the speech that uh, Jim in the office gives him a Mussolini speech to read at his... right, yeah. It's... it's, (laughs) Inside of a context, it's like, oh, that's a pretty good speech. But when you start to think about the ramifications, especially children being put onto stakes and burned, then it takes on a different... (laughs) Silence truly is the killer in that we're not standing up against hate and intolerance. We want to be part of the hate. So Joyce is very much on board with that. Uh, she organizes the mob, which I found hilarious and everybody believed that it was it was witches. Everyone was so willing. And I, f- I did find that interesting. actually, the silence was, interesting because it's like who hasn't had their family member neck rupture <laughs> like, Skin that, was like yeah. that was hilarious that's what i mean the
1: way she fra- suffered neck rupture like <laughs> in a passive like way
0: <laughs> it came on to them yeah and it's it true and it's true like
2: but why, why aren't we talking about that it's so funny <laughs> that like this would come up and because Joyce, we assume, is under a spell at this point, the rest of them aren't, right? So they all hear this and they're like, oh, yeah. And it's very susceptible language that I assume Hansel and Gretel were able to tap into because they did some like opinion polling and they know the, the <laughs> well, general vibe. It up, of yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but then after that, like, do they just, all of them, I mean, this is jumping ahead, but do they just forget? I and mean, just forget we that we're it? angry about the neck ruptures? Like, I guess,
0: because no one seems to give a shit. I make these words
2: my pledge to you. Never again. And this got me thinking about Monster Anxiety, which is, I think, a lot mm-hmm. of people not... And I think the show does a good job of, of sort of making us anxious, too. Because at first, we are introduced to, what, Mr. Mr. Sanderson mm-hmm. from, from the, the bank. i uh, never forget. And we're scared of him. We're like, oh, no. And then we think Mr. Sanderson did it. But then we see the, the whatever it was. The symbol in the hand. The symbol. Yeah. And then we think it's Amy. Because, of course, we're introduced to Amy. She's got her new black evil hair. Right. Uh, and so we're like, it's definitely Amy. And then we see Amy. And we're like, ah, it's Amy. And then it's like, Willow. Oh my God, it's Willow. That was really effective and I really enjoyed that.
0: I can't imagine the robes were necessary for the ritual. <laughs>
1: that was amazing. Absolutely. I like that her protection spell involved really evil looking outfits. Absolutely. And I
2: also really appreciated the way that they kept going with that thread because uh, Giles later was like, I need you, like he can't go get the book that he needs to solve the riddle from Willow himself. So he makes Buffy do it as if like Willow's a suspect. Like, right, it was yeah. kind of... It was, I can you contaminate that.
0: the evidence, Buffy, but it might also have been that he was, like, wanting to try to safeguard the library, like, stop taking my fucking books.
2: Right, and also, it was, like, literally at school, and it's like, I gotta go do library stuff, and, like, you're gonna go see Willow right yeah. now, so why don't you... Yeah, so I... But still, I thought it was pretty cool that it was like, oh, is Willow, do we think anything? But no, of course not. It's just Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> it's just Hansel and Gretel. It's little Hansel and Gretel. Um, Troublemakers. Troublemakers. <laughs> I, in that moment... I, I remember that it was Hansel and Gretel and I was very mad because this is another moment of, of making a spell, the main character of the show, and giving a pass to our people, yep. uh, giving a pass to Joyce, letting her be horrible, absolutely despicable, and we're just going to shrug it off. And I'm never a, uh, never a fan of that.
3: Okay, maybe I don't have a plan. Lord knows I don't have lapel buttons. Buffy. And maybe next time that the world is getting sucked into hell, I won't be able to stop it because the anti-hell-sucking book isn't on the approved reading list. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put down. Yeah, well, you did.
2: And then after that, we go to Moo. Mother's opposing the occult, right? Opposed to the occult. Opposed to the occult. Mm -hmm. So she creates this political action committee, organizes (laughs) everyone. (laughs) She does. Uh, She had the nerve to tell Buffy to never see Willow again.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't want you hanging out with that, Willow.
2: Now, of course, again, she's under a spell. Um, but sure. I'm I'm really mad.
0: I hate I hate the language of that Willow. Like that woman, she's been in your house a million fucking times. She answered the goddamn phone when Jenny Callender died. Okay, like you you, you, guys... you love
2: her more than Buffy.
0: Let's never forget. So how dare you? That
2: I do want to point out Joyce's precious cup of pencils with their little eraser tops I didn't that were notice. unused. She just had, she had probably 15 pencils and they all had the little, you know, the the, the mm-hmm, eraser like the tops that you can put ones. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just unused. Never going to be used. It was, it was adorable. It was precious.
0: So Joyce, I wonder if it's part of the spell that her ability to organize and have like structure and leadership skills is because like, what the, I mean, she does run a
3: gallery. <laughs> supposedly. You have no appreciation of primitive art.
0: But I feel like she's never more on top of shit and in charge mm, the, this episode. Yeah. So is that just part of the spell? Is that extra Hansel and Gretel organizational skills? It seems like everything
2: cool about Joyce is just a spell from other people, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't buy. I don't buy. I think that there is a part of Joyce that is probably very organized and like wants to be committed to, but like all of us, we all want to be committed or we have feelings and what we want to do with our lives, but we don't have the ability to do it or whatever. Now Joyce, because of the spell, it kind of washes everything else away and it, Focuses her. I don't think that because I, I can't believe that this is just she is a totally different person. I have yeah. to believe that these spells are like alcohol. They highlight aspects of yourself out there, maybe sure. just in a more extreme way. That's the only way I can get through. Well, this.
0: famously, Buffy ruined Joyce's life. So perhaps in another life, pre Buffy, she was that kind of take charge.
2: Absolutely. I wanted a normal, happy daughter. Instead, I got a Slayer. Yep. Cool. So I don't think that's something again because every time she's under a spell, she says some demeaning ass shit to yep. her fucking daughter. <laughs>
3: Sometimes have you washed blood out of my clothing and you still haven't figured it out? What's the matter, your egg keep you up all night? Uh, do me a favor, run down and get the company plates? Just have another drink. Don't you talk to me that way! You don't get to just dump something like this on me and pretend it's nothing? Buffy, this is Ted. I guess I just got used to all the quiet while you were gone. Honestly, don't you ever think about anything besides boys and clothes? Having Buffy home, I I thought it was gonna make it all better, but in some ways, it's almost worse. Buffy can be awfully negative sometimes. See, honey, you got to fight that. Working on it. Oh, I hate this. I hate your life. I say it's time for the grown-ups to take Sunnydale back. You're a good mom. I'm the best.
2: Uh, so Moo is basically, yeah, I mean, what are they? They're the fucking Gestapo. They're just like burning books. You know, they're <laughs> like the, you know, universities in Nazi Germany. And then after the spell, number five, after the spell is done. We hear nothing more. No, nope, it's basically done. completely over. And then Willow says something like she's doing that selective memory thing that your mom used to be so good at. Oh, she'll continue to be good at it. She'll <laughs> go back to it. Don't worry. But it does imply that it's selective memory, sort of um, that they they do know that this happened, right? So like this did happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's Sheila, a- right. Sheila Rosenberg is a person who went through this transformation, mm-hmm. who definitely did it again for Donald Trump. <laughs> And you've got Joyce, who knows that she, again, she knows. She knows she did it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's never said that they don't remember that it happened. I mean, it's clearly, it's the same thing like that, that Joyce's speech was about. It's like, we all know this shit happens. We just pretend not to see it. So Joyce is just going to conveniently forget that she tried to murder her daughter and her friends. So it's a, a upsetting. And this should be one that you can't come back from as how, easily.
1: How do you make that up to Buffy, though? Like, make her... Her and I'm sorry I tried to burn you at the steak cake. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't think there's any I don't think Joyce
2: can make a cake. Do we have any confirmation on that? No. She it. It seems like she, well, she can make she like peanut butter cupcake. sandwiches.
1: Yeah. Those, Those are store bought. Those so <laughs> are store She was bacon. No. She's no. buying a cake. Yeah. She can't That's be bothered. True. I think I mean I think part of it is just like queen is queen. Joyce is the queen of compartmentalizing. <laughs> true.
2: Yeah, I think that's true. So, you know, it's like the memory, obviously. Yeah,
1: you think. just pretend it didn't happen.
0: Anyway, I don't really have much else to say about this episode. I enjoy it because it's ridiculous. And obviously everything is about uh, hating um, gay people, which is sad. But uh, it's very easy to identify with. So let's... Uh, not hating gay people, sorry. Being a gay person who has experienced... <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very used <laughs> to the hating of the gay <laughs> people. I was like, Wait a second. Uh, let's yell about some stuff because this is already uh, off the wheels. It's
1: bam, boom, stick, poof.
0: That's bam, right.
2: Stick, poof. The, that's great. On. On. I, I wrote what move on. <laughs> great encapsulations of what it's like to be the Slayer. Yep. Buffy was presumably giving a statement to Sunnydale PD at the beginning of this episode. She was hanging out with the police officer mm. and then walked away. What do you even say? And do they ever bring up like, hey, weren't you that lady who like knocked down your boyfriend's Or your mom's boyfriend down the stairs?
0: What? weren't you wanted for murder? Weren't you wanted for murder? And now you're here
2: with the murder of two kids. Maybe we should start putting these pieces together. I gotta go. They say we can go, ma. (laughs) But the children. Did you see? I didn't even bring that up. Did you see the children? It's so demeaning to Buffy. Like, fucking yes. Of course I saw the fucking children, (laughs) Joyce. What is your problem? Sorry.
0: Buffy was just gonna doodle on obviously old ass parchment, twelfth century. (laughs) <laughs> people anglical parchment <laughs> she was just gonna do it all that shit like again, i get it You love that like, idea Thank
1: think i was like no i just wanted to do like a little flip book in the corner
2: <laughs> i say go for it that shit is what's the point she was right hi
0: giles but yeah. it takes like, to her.
1: Draws that little s symbol everyone did in middle school oh yeah the oh, yeah. diamond s yeah. thing oh, <laughs> amazing it would have been cool in 1998
2: (laughs) it would have 99 99 99, that's right new year closer
1: joyce was insufferable in most of this episode (laughs) but i think possibly the most insufferable moment that she has at least for me is when she's talking to buffy and she's like well it's fine you don't have a plan of course what you're doing is bound to be a little fruitless no fruit for Buffy.
0: <laughs> also, obviously, Joyce was not in the episode The Wish. And we know why. Because mm. she would have the answer of the town is better off with Buffy here. K thanks.
2: Bye. K thanks. Bye. <laughs> bye. I laughed really hard when um, Buffy, in that moment before where she almost drew on the parchment, she then gets the notebook from Giles. And then comically, draws an incredibly large logo of what she saw. Which is nothing more than what a you triangle. can describe. A triangle with a tilde sign going through a it. Mustache. But it's enormous and it reminded me of the show Ghostwriter where they would comic make comically large font so that the CG department could take the font and oh, right, make it yeah. into cool, you know, animation stuff in the early days of CG. And I was just thinking that thing is going to pop off and like, <laughs> float away or something like, did you really need to make it that large? Did you even need to make it? Can you not describe it to Giles? No,
0: she had to draw it and she had to draw it as big as humanly possible. When did Buffy get a rep for beating people up? Because as Michael is assaulted, she like all she does is walk up to the jock and he's like, I'm Walking
2: no problem? I'm walking.
1: I'm pretty sure we have another moment like that earlier. Well, she
0: does like slam Larry into the coke yeah. machine that one time, but like I don't know that that's word would spread. But yeah. maybe. I mean, Larry at the time was like the biggest, baddest dude on campus, right? So yeah. maybe he's like, That Buffy chick beat the shit out of me. What well, and
2: everybody's like, about to be like, Buffy is our class hero yeah, protector. That's so that's yeah. maybe there's we're we're starting to Yeah,
1: I think there's moments we're not seeing in the show where she's standing up for people. Like that, better
2: episodes that we're
1: missing. Yeah, <laughs> is it my turn? Yeah, um, I love the moment where Giles screams at the computer, You stupid, useless fad!
2: <laughs> He's in the what the frisky watchers. Yeah, Come so on. There watch. is, there's more to that story that I want to know. RIP Deputy Mayor Alan Finch Buffy alludes to wanting uh, a rule break of killer of slayers killing human oh, beings. Sure. Laying the foundation for what's to come. Yeah, you pointed that out too. Yeah, it was good. So your glad they up, up because they've mentioned it multiple times leading up to our friend Dike.
0: How uh, I love, Angel shouldn't be in this episode, but
3: I do love the, <laughs> the, the Dike-Duck conversation.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> pretty like, priceless. What, what is that?
3: <laughs> like the kid in the story the boy that stuck his finger in the duck.
2: Dike. It's another word for damn.
3: Oh. Okay, that story makes a lot more sense now.
0: Oh, that makes so much more sense now. There's absolutely no reason to be in this episode. Why is Buffy the first person to question the thing about the kids? Is it part of the spell, maybe? Like, mm. I think so. How no one thought that one step, like, who the... F-
1: there did seem to be a theme in the real-life satanic panic of the 80s where it was, like, the kids, like, the supposed the actual victims of the satanic abuse were irrelevant. Like, the kids were kind of silenced because mm. they're like, this isn't happening to me, but no one was listening to them because they really just became a vehicle for their moral outrage about everything that's happening. And I think that's kind of what we see here, that no one's questioning who the kids are, where are their parents, because the kids, in the end, are irrelevant. They symbolize something that, you know, like innocence and purity of Sunnydale is being taken away by these horrible satanic witches and their, I don't know, orgies of evil. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. That's totally it. That's definitely it.
1: I really liked when they were tied to the stake and Buffy was like and some of you will be fish you in the back will be fish <laughs> and, that, and
2: that, that was the moment they were like worse than maybe rats. we should get out of here like, <laughs> oh
1: no I don't want to be a fish
2: <laughs> which that was the moment that it's like okay they're not under a spell dude doesn't want to be a fish there's clearly <laughs> limits to this intolerance
0: yeah for somebody who harps on continuity somebody being me there's Continuity with Amy being a rat because she turned Buffy into a rat famously in season two during Bother Be Wish Bewildered and she then turned herself into a rat. Amy knows the rat spell and she used it on herself. Oh, no one nice. else knows the rat spell. Well, apparently, <laughs> well, apparently, apparently fucking not. not. <laughs> <laughs> because we won't see Amy again. Well, sans something blue until season six. So yeah.
1: I mean not Amy the person. We will see Amy the rat. We do see Amy the rat quite a bit.
2: And then season eight.
0: Oh yeah, God.
1: What happens in season three? She eight? comes
0: back. She's she dates the, Skinless Warren. Yeah, it's a thing.
2: <laughs> they're trying to get the seat of magic. Ew. <laughs> is
1: She's actually Skinless. In a,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they're bros. They're trying to. They're trying to figure out. Yeah, the seat of magic, and just well, that's like, getting back to the Worst
1: now. Warren is the worst character, and oh yeah. All Every time I see that guy that
0: played him, yeah, I get so fucking mad. Like he was just in a, a couple scenes in Altered Carbon, and I was like, "Fuck you, Warren! Get out of this show." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the <show. laughs> so yeah uh, you're trying to- <laughs> I feel many much outraged that Joyce would chloroform her daughter I mean I guess you're gonna burn her at the stake so it doesn't really matter and Hollywood has an idea about what chloroform is but you can easily kill someone doing yeah. that so unless you're willing to deal with the fact you killed your daughter with chloroform like don't do that
2: so where did they find the what show is this is this like a, a i like imagining sitcom? the like... actual
1: demon in his demon form holding the tiny bottle on the stair like <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so what exactly is my friend flicka
1: it's, it's a, a, movie, about a, horse. It's a oh, movie about a horse oh, it's
2: apparently a movie. it's swedish for little girl it was a 1956 tv show based on a 1941 novel by Mary O'Hara. Mm-hmm. It's turned into a movie in 43, 45, and 48, the three the sequels to that oh, okay. original. It was remade in 2006, and I was like, what is going on? So real quick, just synopsis, because this is amazing. <laughs> you go out to the country, you're living in the country, but you're a city person, fall in love with the horse, of course, always a horse. Once you fall in love with the horse, horse of a horse, of course, there's a mountain lion attack. Flicka gets fucked up. Katie tries to save Flicka, and in the ensuing uh, saving, gets a fever herself. I know. Is she going to die? Who knows? They're tragic. like, Flicka is going to die. We have to put Flicka, d- or she's sick. We ha- we're going to have to put her down. And then Katie, the girl, comes down the stairs and is like, over my dead body, I'll die for Flicka. And then she like, probably passes out because she has a fever. And then she goes to bed and she wakes up to a gunshot. Oh my God, they killed Flicka.
0: No.
2: No, it was actually her brother killing the mountain lion coming back for Flicka. Oh shit. So they saved the day, I guess. That was it. (laughs) Flicka's just okay. And from the synopsis, I couldn't tell if Katie woke up from, it was just a fever dream or not because it did say the fever broke and then everything was fine. So I think it might've just all been a dream. (laughs) Which takes us to Flicka 2, which was directed DVD (laughs) in 2010. Flicka and her, same girls, they're fine. They're hanging out until a rattlesnake Pops up, mm. Flicka saves the day. Don't worry, none of that matters because <laughs> in the end, there's a competition. Doesn't matter in the end, there's a competition that happens, and they have to save Flicka. I don't know, save the farm, save the ranch. Who knows? Sure, sure. This is very important though, and remember this: Flicka is afraid of crowds and afraid of camera flashes. In fact, she loses the competition. She's going to be turned in to. She's going to be slaughtered and turned into Jesus. Th- I know that was the stakes <laughs> of the competition. That's ridiculous. <laughs> unreal so Katie says no that's not okay lets her go and and sends her off to be free with the wild mustangs that still roam out in the West fun fact the satanic panic thing mm-hmm. uh, there's a great like 15 minute documentary that the New York Times did in their times uh, like m- way back machine or something like that they did a really cool documentary a few years ago they also did a cool documentary on the wild mustangs out in the West mm-hmm. that is totally worth uh, looking into um, but there's a cliffhanger ending because flicka had birth. To another little, a foul. Who knows what's going to happen there? doesn't matter because Flicka a Country Pride. A foul. A foul. A foul. A foul. foul.
0: Omen. <laughs> Give her to a chicken.
2: And then we go to Flicka Country Pride in 2012, another direct to DVD oh sequel. None of that matters. The foul, the foal, the, the Flicka. It doesn't matter. Flicka running with the Mustangs. Nope. Is this Alone 3? Basically, because Flicka, new family, new people, just shows up in a new town. Uh, there, there's another competition and remember how she was so afraid. Of uh, crowds and stuff, and she yes. fails. No, she totally crushes this competition because she's an awesome. Somebody's dressage partner goes down, so it's like a dressage <laughs> movie, uh, which is disgusting. There's a potential the jousting. Dancing. There's a potential jousting <laughs> sequence because somebody gets knocked off a horse. So okay. that sounds exciting. But then it's one of those like you know enemies become friends and. Oh, for sure. I kind of want to watch these movies now. Amazing. So I don't. It's been well, six the years horse since that Flicker. Faced
1: a cougar and a, and a rattlesnake and two competitions. Potentially
2: a dance competition. I'm not ruling it out much. <laughs> Or, and dressage is kind of dancing it's horse dancing exactly yeah. so uh, that's my friend Flicka how does that relate to the show can't tell you <laughs> I think it's just a reference to an obscure obscure enough novel a, a kind that of would joke. not be censored right that was all oh that's was. cool
0: yeah. yeah that's all it was but thank it's god so, so check out Flicka 2 on DVD <laughs> <laughs> holy shit I don't think I have anything I to say after that's that's that I do think it's half that I guess briefly, uh, never surprised or never surprised. Always surprised. Shouldn't be surprised. What? I have a feeling that I can't name right now. I'm always so elated when uh, Oz is a hero and he always is. It's amazing. He just fucking runs in. Don't care. I don't know what's going on. Mm. I'm gonna fucking I'm doing it. Air, he, duct. Air
1: duct. Heroism. <laughs>
2: well, he, <laughs> I mean, falling down. he, he was best. trying his he was best. best. Yeah. I just That's like, a
0: good point. I don't know. He always throws himself in front, like, especially in front of Willow. Like, I, I'll, I'll do it. I'm just a person. He's a werewolf, but he just a person. Why
2: didn't he smell Willow?
0: listen <laughs> you need to
2: <laughs> well kind of they were a little confused about where to go and they heard the scream but if he took that smell he could have gone to the right door maybe the, whole maybe time. the
1: smell of gasoline and accelerant overpowered willows mm. it's more a verbal non-verbal he speaks volumes with his
3: eyes perhaps
0: like also, I need more lore
2: that. i need more lore on that one i'm not sure
3: also what did they
0: tell amy's dad <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wouldn't tell any of these people's dads. Hey, something horrible has happened. Yeah, I know. We Your live daughter the was
0: home. burned at the stake. Yeah. Well, she turned into a rat, and we'll never see her again. Wait, he could have been in the crowd.
2: But they all, they all saw her turn <laughs> into a would rat. Have been. And yeah, in no the one's going to acknowledge it, but they all saw it.
0: And okay, so if he does know Amy's a rat, they do tell him, right? Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he keep her? Why
2: that's does great, Willow keep her? That's that is really disturbing that Willow would keep the rat. That's really disturbing. <laughs> I, I
1: think that makes more sense than the dad keeping the rat. Yeah, that seems weird to me. I don't know. It's I
0: a
2: daughter. Think no one keeping the rat at all. Maybe letting the rat go and just no, seeing what maybe. happens. No,
0: But, but the final scene was incredible. Cutting. It. Oh, it was a wonderful.
3: <laughs> Goddess of creatures, great and small, I conjure thee to withdraw.
0: Uh, I think, unless anyone else has anything else to say.
2: I do. Oh.
3: Maybe we should get her one of those wheel thingies.
2: All I got left there are the watches. Catch us up. Xander button down tank top watch. I didn't notice.
0: Oh, shit. I wasn't even paying attention. It must have not happened.
2: He, all he was in this episode again was just comedic relief. He didn't really have to. Although none of to... his levity
0: landed. No one appreciated him. <laughs> I
2: did. I will say <laughs> I did. I, I enjoyed the, Did he what are he? I thought so. Well, that was attempt. Nobody appreciated it. No, it was just weird it was too and paranoid about Willow. It was too serious of an episode to be funny. I
1: kept Buffy, hi.
3: Hey, is Willow around? How can I convince you people that it's over? You assume because I am here, she's here, that I somehow mysteriously know where she is. Those her books? Yeah, she's in the bathroom.
2: Maroon jacket. No. Giles being mean to Oz, uh, it oh was God. possibly the opposite of it. But the, all they did thing. was sit down and do the thing. There was no real interaction, so still on the fence of that. Wesley, watch no. Devon, no. watch no. no. Buffy, bang, watch. It's gone. We're one week beyond Her the bang. Cute.
0: She had like the little kind of pigtail thing going on in the back. It's, it's kind fine. of
2: big. Oh, just fine. Just fine over here. <laughs> cute over here. Okay, we'll have to get back to that. Deputy Mayor Alan Finch, watch.
0: Still around. No, but not in this episode.
2: Streets Ahead, yes. New Street Alert, Sycamore Street. Oh shit! Have you spoken to the families on Sycamore Street? Damn. We are now at Crawford, Ravello, Maple Court, and Sycamore, potentially Kingman Bluff, Kingman's Bluff Road, Avenue. But yes, potentially one of those. Uh, but yeah, so just Sycamore. I didn't get anything else. And then Giles, most dangerous knockout in the show. I think the sh- the episode's most dangerous knockout was when uh, was when Cordelia said. How many
3: times have you been knocked out anyway?
2: That I was know. quite a blow. Probably God, to she his hit ego. him
0: so much. I wonder how long she was hitting him before we got to the scene.
2: Yeah. So the 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 current front runner, of course, is being bludgeoned by Gwen Post in Revelations. <laughs> I think that's gonna be it, man. Uh, this one he was what chloroformed by Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> pretty gentle as far as yeah. <laughs> <his> <laughs> comedically,
2: this one is definitely the most comedic mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. far. I mean, we haven't been keeping total track.
3: Fairy tales are real. Hansel. And... I'm
0: Gretel. I think it's time to rank this sucker. What do you think? Willow Hacks, we talk about the net. This is the most Willow Hacking and Magic episode of all time. So it has to get a 10. I mean, the computer stuff. Uh, I want to know what Oz meant by. What does he say? Like, we're. we're connected now or like we're jacked in, who doesn't say jacked in? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean he just meant that they're having a conversation on aim and she was like
2: but list. it predicts the future of the internet which i found it fascinating with like well, the pop-up like, and then IMs she'll feed and, it through to us and i'm like
1: oh yeah yeah yeah, That's, yeah what
2: well and i brought this up before like my sister and i went on to google hangouts you can actually turn on your screen now so like you you can be at home watching the other person on the other end's screen mm-hmm. and they can show you what they're doing That was amazing for me to see. Like, I had never done that before. And it's like, that's kind of what they're getting at. Is that what they're implying? Well, sort of that Willow is, yeah. I mean, I assume in this way. It looked like they
1: were doing some sort of screen share thing. It looked like they were looking at the same thing. But then a
0: message would pop up. So I I was like, oh, they're just using AIM. It's not
1: that revolutionary. but.
2: Right. And it's also like, how are you even getting this information? Like, how is this like you could just find this this is stuff behind like JSTOR like you got to be in an academic (laughs) scenario but again she has hacked many uh, medical records so it's true she has hacked universities for sure
0: in the city and yeah and everything absolutely uh Giles 10 of 10 also because he gets knocked out and the the Giles mobile is in this episode which oh god pretty rare and Where were they
2: driving? That seemed like a highway of sorts that the, <laughs> that Sunnydale would not have.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's one of the roads that appears and disappears. Somebody the, out
2: there building the map. Get a highway in there. There's yeah, a sure highway the somewhere couldn't. between the, the port and the circus. <laughs>
0: the port and <of> the circus. <laughs> somewhere between the port and the bronze. Yeah. Um, and he does a little B&E, which is great. Some ripper. Mm, so absolutely a 10. Uh, Monster of the Week, I think the being able to incite an entire city into wanting to kill their children and family members ooze. Uh, is pretty intense.
2: And done before.
0: In what? Done before? What do you mean?
2: It's been done before. On the show? The ooze. Band candy. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Literally the well, same. Well, band
0: candy, they weren't killing their kids. Yeah, but still.
2: <laughs> the negligence will kill them in the end.
0: Uh And the big demon thing was kind of cool. So I, I gave it a seven. I don't know. I thought they were
2: effective if nothing else uh and i noticed you didn't say hansel and gretel at all during that synopsis it's better if you don't think of it as hansel and gretel yeah And just think of it as like fairy tales
0: little children's uh relationship i mean all the adults and the loser kids like the jock boy who messes up michael um are awful but our, our friends are pretty good and supportive to each other during this whole ordeal yeah. So I give that an eight because they all kind of lean on each other. And even Buffy for a second, like, she's like, oh, that symbol, like, Willow did use it. But she's like, no, I swear. And then, oh, yeah, of course, instantly. Like, there's no. And even Cordelia came back. Yeah. Came back around. Um, so that's an eight. And uh the have choice. I gave her a zero. for The first time I think ever. What?
2: I can't. <laughs> I can't- <laughs> there's no yelling about choice? There's no there's justifying no- that? Holy I, like, shit.
0: Even though it was a spell, I don't think you're allowed to come back from trying to murder your daughter. And not even, like...
2: <laughs> uh, I'm glad we reached the yeah. line. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, I And not even in a quick, like, accidental type of way. Like, oh, we're... Uh, uh, I'm panicked and I have a gun. Oh, shit, the gun went off. But, like, I'm t- tying you to a stake. That's step one. I'm lighting step the fire. I was
1: planning this a few hours ago. Well,
0: true. Yeah. Planning and then... <laughs> The tying and then setting the fire and refusing to extinguish it. Like, there are so many moments. This is so many opportunities to not kill your daughter. Well, and <laughs> like not she just that.
1: It's not just your daughter, but two of her daughter's friends. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and she chloroformed cool her.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and step A, 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 way before this is being susceptible enough to this type of rhetoric in general to go about your killing your daughter. Where so you believe that, yeah. that your daughter is capable of that. Yeah. Totally. Oh.
0: Uh, Sheila, I think, might be worse than Joyce in... Because the little Mm. cute line that Willow says where she's like...
3: Mom? Hello. I I didn't know you were going to be here. Oh, hi, Bunny. Hi. Mom, what are you doing here? Oh, well, I read about it in the paper and went with your dad out of town. Oh, you cut off your hair. (laughs) Well, that's a new look. Yeah, it's just a sudden whim I had in August.
0: We're in January in the show, so it's been four months, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and she hasn't noticed that she cut her hair.
2: Well, this so. was something I didn't bring up in The Yelling, but with Sheila, she brought up... The last time we had a conversation was when you were talking about the patriarchy and...
0: The patriarchal bias uh, of the Mr. Rogers show. Mr.
2: Rogers, uh, King Friday the 5th. Mm-hmm. So King Friday would typically do that too. He would not know the names of people. Yeah. And because all of his subjects are deferential to him, they would never correct him. Oh. So they would call him wrong names. So she keeps saying bunny, bunny, but no one's ever correcting. Right. So I think that's a little allusion to that as that well. In that she is aping the tendencies mm-hmm. of, although on, online there is no information on the patriarchal nature yeah. of mm, <laughs> King Friday's kingdom. Because I don't think there's enough. And Sarah Saturday probably wouldn't stand for that.
0: And everything that Willow says in this episode is amazing, uh, just while we're on the subject. Um, Because that's my episode specific. One of my favorite lines in the show, which is... Do you see any goats around here? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, Not the one that you're thinking of. Fill
1: me with your dark, naughty evil. Which is fantastic,
0: Fantastic. but I love a doodle. I do doodle. You too. You do doodle too, which is just (laughs) so fun. So I gave that a 10, which makes this episode ranked... Super high, and I think it's totally <laughs> fine, because I love it, because it's ridiculous. So 45, which puts Ooh. this at nice. number four overall for the season.
1: not bad. Right
0: behind Jane Espenson's first that band is. candy, and uh right above Faith, Hope, and Trick.
1: That feels appropriate to me. I
0: love this episode. I, don't, <laughs> I can't. Like Every time I say that I like this episode, I'm like, why? No, nope, I don't have a to say it out, but I do like it a lot. <laughs> Um, oh, man. are you ready?
1: Yeah, uh, my laptop is dead. No, it won't turn on. Okay, so I don't have my list. Okay, well, you always are ranking for next week's day. Should
0: Daniel, what did you rank this episode?
2: This episode is not great, it's meh.
0: This episode
2: is great, meh. This too many ideas. First, too many cooks in the kitchen. I love Jane Esmondson, but teleplay is stories, all of it. It's a recipe for disaster. Look at any big blockbuster movie. Second, It wanted to comment on too many things, some of them effective like Buffy's plate as a slayer being useless. Is Sunnydale better or worse Um, commentary on the mobs and the other is spot on, but it's not really, it makes more sense to us today than it does probably then at that time. It's another spell episode. So that's Mm. working against it. Like the pack, like man candy, like bad eggs. Not great. Uh, (laughs) And then the fourth and the worst is that uh, like all the bad episodes that we've had, it rewrites characters. It just, it needed Buffy to be a thing and it wrote her to the bit. And then she eventually climbed herself back out of it, but she wouldn't have ever put herself into it. So I find that to be pretty ineffective. And in the end, I think the reason why I don't really like this episode is that when every time you try to peel back the layers of Sunnydale, all it does is make you ask more questions. What is the police doing? <laughs> what is going on with all these people? How does this thing, how does any of this work? Yeah. And when they when you can just believe that the citizens are in a war zone and they're literally reacting the same way, Joette, uh, jo- uh Joyce makes that point about reaction. And I think that if we believe that all of our characters know that the world outside is scary, but they just kind of gut react because they just have to keep living. That's a very interesting type of society that they live in. And when you can just be just hear about it, it's one thing. But then you see it. I just want to take a photo of every single one of those people. And I want to know more about them because those are the people that enable a lot of this stuff to happen. They're the people voting for the mayor. The moosters. Yeah. The moosters are the people. <laughs> That are doing this thing. And because we never go into it, it's like, I wish I never saw them. I wish they just continued to be the function that the show works under, which is, this is a crazy town. Yeah. It's a wacky town where wacky, crazy, scary <laughs> stuff happens. I don't need to see the people. So that being said, this episode is going low. It's 96 out of 140, 137. 37. There are
0: 144 episodes, I think,
2: yeah. 96.
0: It's not as bad as I thought I was going to be considering your ire earlier today.
2: No, because it's too much fun.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, Joyce is too great.
2: I, I think I'll regret this one a little bit because I think it's a little too low. But it's but it's just not great. There's just so I just have to keep in mind that it's not great because I don't want to make your mistake. We're like, we've had a great time talking mm-hmm. about it. And mm. it's like, oh, this is number one. <laughs> this Constant is not. Mistake. I have to. Yeah, yeah. And I have that problem, too. You know, I just like try to keep in mind that it's a big list. <laughs> Top
0: Three of the season. <laughs> I, know, I know, and this is
2: my bottom. This is this is oh, one of the low
0: low ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's been a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next week for Helpless. Stacey, say goodbye.
2: Goodbye. Daniel, say goodbye. See you next week.
0: See you next week. Goodbye. No fruit for Buffy.